Well, hey there, everybody. Meteorologist Dave Turley here, and I'm joined, as always, by meteorologist Andrew Gordon for another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. And Andrew, yeah, a lot to talk about in this podcast. Oh, we've got some uh, trouble brewing in the tropics for somebody. For somebody. Yeah. Yeah. For us, potentially. Yeah. You know, Maybe. This long, far out. Yeah, it's, it's a long ways out. We are recording this podcast, if you are listening to this. Uh, today is uh, Wednesday, September 21st, I believe. Both looking at our watches. Yes, 21st. Should know. Uh, and um, so last actually uh, full day of summer. It is. Because we almost get a full day on Thursday. Right. But 9.03 p.m. on Thursday, the 22nd, we flip on over to fall. The autumnal equinox. There you go. And we are uh, just in time seeing that. And uh, the temperatures are going to be uh, very summer-like here yeah. uh, for the rest of summer. But then when fall flips that switch, here comes that cold front, basically almost right on cue as well that uh, fall officially starts. Mother Nature said, fall, don't mind me, just blazing on through. So it is going to be nice. I think it's fun to start talking uh, here in this podcast about the temperatures, and then we can get into the tropics but yeah, you know, 90s on Wednesday afternoon, maybe even a couple degrees warmer on Thursday afternoon, but the front comes in and it's a dry cold front. So what we mean by that is we're not expecting any rain with it. You know, right. a lot of times in the springtime when we get these cold fronts, this, these fronts act as a, a lifting mechanism, kind of a, a, a plow on the front of a train and just lifts everything up there and you create havoc and thunderstorms, but not expected to. It's going to just come through with little fanfare, change the wind direction, Bring in some drier air, and more importantly, with a cold front, of course, colder air. And when people, uh, we talk about these summertime cold fronts, people will say, it's not really colder air behind it. Well, it's, it's technically a cold front because it's even a degree or two cooler, and the dew points could be a little bit lower. This is an actual true cold front. Our yeah. highs drop almost 10 degrees and even mm -hmm. our morning lows. So we're going to see some 50s, especially in the inland areas, and some models are suggesting maybe some low 50s. Uh, uh, Statesboro, Sylvania, into the Estill areas for Saturday morning. So that's a big change from what we have been seeing. Yeah, you know, I always look forward to the first cold front of the year. And this one just is timing out perfectly. There's something to be said about some cooler, drier air, opening the windows. You got college game day on if you're not watching WTOC. And you're just enjoying life to its fullest. I love it. It's, it's a very good time of the year. And uh, college game day college game day is always something that is on at my house my wife is a big college football fan especially with georgia go dogs um and she will be watching it of course this week and i think they're playing kent state somebody yeah kent state is it kent state they're yeah. uh, near the akron cleveland area area yes so, yes. so it should be a, a good weekend uh, for football weather wise here anywhere really across the southeast but um, things will be changing uh, heading into next week. And I know that's on everybody's mind as far as what's going on in the tropics. We've been very lucky this year, knocking on wood. And hopefully we continue to be lucky as we head into the rest of the hurricane season. You know, high pressure has kept us so dry this week. And really one of the reasons it's been calm and fronts can also work to clear out moisture. And that's going to be something largely in play going into the end of next week so in about a week's time where pressure sets up troughs fronts 
all going to dictate where Invest 98L, which it's known as now, will go getting into the end of September. Right. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday of next week, we'll definitely be watching this. This is over a week away, guys. But over the next three to four days, very consistently seeing this, going to go right into the Caribbean Sea, south of Jamaica, but not quite over to Honduras and Nicaragua. So those are the areas that this is going to try to slide between the center of that low pressure. Once it gets to that westernmost tip of Cuba, that's right now where my question marks are. You, right. you take uh, a composite or an ensemble forecast from the European model, which is one of the more reliable, uh, reliable is a good word for it. And you've got within five days, like a 600 mile discrepancy of where they even think that low is going to be. That could be for us, nothing, a nice sunny day or hurricane force winds next weekend. You right. know, we don't know. So it's there. It is way too far out. I know. I think a couple of things here, Dave, we haven't, had much to talk about. So now that we do, I think everyone's like honing in on it. They're like, oh, wait, it is still hurricane season, even though nothing's happening. So we're getting question after question after question, which is fine. It's what we're here for. Right. But I think there's a little bit more alertness to this because we saw Fiona and it's beautiful imagery on satellite and thankfully didn't, I mean, it, it was bad for Puerto Rico at the Dominican, Turks and Caicos, Turks and but Caicos. it wasn't bad for the continental United States. Of course, right. Puerto Rico involved in that. But, um, it could have been worse. I think that was a little bit of a wake-up call to everybody, including people in the news world and just friends, family, everybody starting it's to It's a ask. cap four. Yeah, it's a cap yeah, four right now. A, it's a major storm. A hog molly of a storm, I tell you. Yes. But it is uh, now with with these models very consistently bringing in a named storm, and it would be Hermine, into the Gulf potentially in a week. Everyone's like, all right, now what? What if something like Fiona does hit the United States? At least we're watching it. Nothing is formed right now. But in all likelihood, we'll at least get a name system out of this. Right. And then that's the big thing you're talking about. We don't even have a storm yet. So the computer models will have a much better handle on the storm once you actually have some type of low pressure, some yeah. type of center of rotation, no matter what it is. Then the computer models will have a better handle on exactly where it develops and then what it, it can do. But rise of right now, uh, the two of our, our, our more reliable models, the GFS and the European both develop something, both bring it in the Gulf pretty consistently, but then, I'm sorry, the Caribbean. But then, as you mentioned, once we get into Wednesday of next week or so, where is the system going to go? I think the GFS has been a little bit faster. A little more than, aggressive. Yeah, and then the European, which is a little bit slower. Um, we'll, we're just going to have to just wait and see. But as of right now, it is something that we will watch, something that we all need to be getting at least daily updates on. Right. Uh, go over your your plans uh, of what you would do if a system was to impact our area. It's coming through a Gulf. Um, you never know. It's usually kind of a weaker as far as a storm surge threat. But we had some some storm surge with some of those storms which came in from the west and moved through Georgia. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Was it? Uh, we had Hermine last time. Was ironically, it, was it Hermine? When it's um, center of circulation went right up I seventy five. I was thinking Michael too. Uh, Michael was, was over in the panhandle of Florida right. uh, as well. And that was, the, that was a nasty one. I think that's the one that went into Mexico beach, Florida. Right. And devastated that area. Right. But I'm just saying, so usually the storms are, are, can still produce, even though it comes in from the Gulf, it's moving in our area. We'll be in that favorable spot, uh, for tornadic activity, heavy rainfall and yeah. stuff like that. So again, it's a long ways out, but that is something that is a potential that we'll be keeping our eyes on. 
or the end of next week. Yeah, and we're the first alert weather team. So we're first alerting you to th- this potential. That's what we do. And if, if we're talking about it, we need you guys to at least know what we're thinking. You know, right. we're, it's not necessarily a forecast because there's you can't forecast that far out. Too many variables at play. And, and like Dave, you were saying, you can't forecast where a low is going to go when you don't have a center of circulation yet. Right. You know, and that's the same thing with the variables that are control will control where the system goes. You, you're going to have highs that push down a trough. You're going to have fronts that haven't developed yet between two boundaries. These are just the models at this point guessing where they think they're going to be. It's kind of like put a blindfold on and pin the tail, you know, but it doesn't mean that that's exactly how it's going to happen. How accurate is that? Not very. Once you get a high-pressure system developing well off to our north, that's sinking south and digging it in a trough, and, and then you could go see where the low forms down the Caribbean all of those things have to interact, and that's where the path then will take its course. Right. But these things haven't developed yet. No. You, can't, you can't model something that's not there. Right. It's a long ways out. Again, today's only Wednesday. It's well over eight, well, seven to eight days at least yeah. as far as uh, any type of impacts on anywhere in the southeast. So um, it's something we'll be watching. Just make sure you're getting your updates. So the only thing we're tracking now that we know is there, as we talked about Fiona, there's Gaston. Uh, in the North Atlantic, not really going to be impacting much. It'll get right. close to the Azores uh, as a weak system, actually becoming more extra tropical, I think, as it approaches the Azores. And then we'll make a beeline westward again. But, yeah. um, you know, we'll see at this one because I know that tropical wave, there's a tropical wave which is going to come off the coast of Africa tomorrow. There's a very good chance that that does become a tropical system. So does that develop before the one into the Caribbean? Does that become Hermine? I don't even know. I don't even know what the I name. I don't remember. Do you know what the I name still is? Spot. No, I don't. I, I don't either. I'm trying, I'm saying. To, I, so I'm trying to approach this season a little differently instead of having everything memor, memorized. Just one storm at a time. You just, know, one day at a time here. Yes. Whenever we come to to some of these things, focus on impacts as, as best we can. You're like Schneider, one day at a time. One day at a time. At least for that? now. That was a sitcom. Yeah. Do you remember that one? Yeah, I, I, I do like okay. sitcoms. So that's an older one. That. I like that uh, Bob Newhart show. Go back a ways. Those both old, of them. There's two yeah. of them. Yeah, that's right. I, I didn't really watch the first Newhart. I was the, more the second generation when he was an innkeeper in Vermont. I was a fan of him in Elf. Yes, very good. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're getting off course, but that's okay. Yeah. I think that's, you know, that's kind of it for the, the tropics. Fiona's interesting because, you know, it's Cat 4, um, end of the week, Thursday, Friday, uh, even Saturday, I think we could have four-foot waves. Increased risk for rip currents will definitely be there, even with this storm hundreds of miles away. It's got a pretty expansive wind field. It's going to stack up waves when they get to the coast. So not the best fishing weather. I'd stay near shore and shore. Going out to the reefs, at artificial reefs, might be as far as I would go uh, Saturday. The Gulf Stream, probably not a little choppy. Um, but this system going to continue to work itself up north. Looks like it will go just to the uh, west of Bermuda. At least the track's pretty, pretty That tight. puts them on the bad side. Yeah, that's, it's and, not good news for Bermuda. The bad side of Fiona's always been the east side. You know, that's where it brought all the rain into Puerto Rico as it lifted north even so. But, uh, yeah, a lot of that. And then potentially, I know there are already some advisories being talked about for the Canadian coast. So in Nova, Nova Scotia, Scotia, Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Yeah, see, on the same page. Yeah. So interesting stuff there. So there'll be a lot of things uh, to, to watch as we go through the next few days and uh we will have no lack of content we've got tropical updates every show for you guys at least we might even do a special podcast next week why not you know i mean that's that's going to be the big story what's going to happen with this no matter where it's going let's do it yeah we can do bonus episode next week bonus episode here first yeah so uh before we get there what do you got for a weekend 
Well, I, I bring up fishing because I've I've kind of got the the inkling to go. You got the fishing uh, bug? Yeah, <laughs> fish and fly. Uh, no, got a you know trying trying to get out there. Um, haven't been offshore since like November of last year. It's been a while. So fish start to really get biting this time of the year. You get fronts too. They get a bit more active. Anytime you get a change in the water temperature, even if it's at the surface. So it'd be a good time to go, but also uh, four foot waves, even on a bigger boat, yeah. even if you have a stabilizer on it, it's not fun. Yeah. You know, it, and I'm not one to get seasick, knock on wood, um, but there's a different, you don't want to go out there and get beat up, you know? So that's a potential... Um, Football, as always, this time of the year, yes. you mentioned uh, college game day, Georgia, Oklahoma plays seven o'clock, Kansas State. They've been a thorn in our side here recently. So I'm hoping that uh, with a better looking team this year, because we are ranked sixth, um, we'll have a good showing Saturday night. So I'll be watching that. And then uh, Sunday's kind of wide open because the Cowboys play Monday night. So maybe just actually. Who's your quarterback relax. now? Uh, Cooper Rush. Cooper. So he went to Central Michigan. He's 2 0 as a starter, beat the Vikings. Uh, in the past, uh, and then he just won last week against Cincinnati. So, just throwing out these little facts. There you go. Don't come at me for being a Cowboys fan. I know. Th- I, I know didn't. that just in general. I know the stereotype. But I grew up there, going to games when I was little, and we're not. We're not all annoying. <laughs> so. My brother grew up a Cowboys fan. Yeah, I've, I was a Steelers fan. He was a Cowboys fan. You know, that's when they played the, each other in the in the uh, Super Bowl back in the seventies. So yeah, we Steel went. We went a different way. Steel curtain there. The steel curtain area. So um, with it being so dry, it's been how many days now without measurable rain? At least a handful. I got a little bit of some rain. I posted that. I uh, saw your video. It was a Monday. What day was it? Sunday? I want to say Sunday. It's one of those days. I forget. And it, you know, 10, 15 minutes got a good rain, but that's about it. Well, it um, does. And I still haven't turned my sprinklers back on. It's been a good three weeks since I have my sprinklers on. Okay. Um, but uh, I might try to put them on. Because we don't really have much in the next week or so, really and you still need you still need a little bit of rain uh, every week to to keep that grass growing. Right. You don't want it to get it to dry out because it looks great right now. Well, you know, another thing we haven't talked about, we focus so much on this weekend. It does look like we could get a little reinforcing front that keeps things a little bit below average going into next week. I know we we're grasping at straws here for rain chances. But, but Monday, yeah, yeah, Monday, Monday next Monday coming up will be our our next front. We have one coming Thursday. And then Monday. Monday's does have a little bit more moisture with it, but I think I was just checking the the zero Z runs uh, on the GFS, or maybe it was a sixty. Um, it didn't really have much. For yeah, maybe if anything, more clouds around. I think more mid level moisture, but that front will be interesting to see how far south it goes, if it dissolves, if it stalls, because that is a potential variable to see where Invest ninety eight L or Hermine, if that's the first one to develop, would go. Right. So yeah, it's all connected folks. A lot of stuff to talk about and that'll be a discussion for another a podcast. That'll do it for this week's podcast for Andrew Gordon. I am Dave Turley. Have yourself a great week. everybody.